Okay, so in my more recent podcast, I've spoken about the false flag uh, Iran-U.S. conflict, um, the rumors of war that's going on, that's been circulating in the media. And I, I want to I want to make sure that I point this out that John Bolton has been and always has have been a war hawk. Okay. Now, because of that, I could easily see this conflict with Iran turning into an actual war. Now, I ran across a clip online um, for We Are Change, the YouTube channel. And I don't know who runs We Are Change, but I know they used to, back in the day, they used to run up on um, people like the Rockefellers, Henry Kissingers, or whatever, and they would, you know, ask them tough questions. Uh, you know, questions about uh, the banking system and the powers that be, and you know, a lot of the conspiracy theory stuff, right? So anyway, um, Alex Jones used to have. I can't remember the 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 guy that normally speaks for We Are Change. I can't remember his name. I think it's Luke something, but I can't remember his full name. But anyway, um, I noticed that Alex Jones switched and became a Republican. Back in the day, Alex Jones used to be a complete independent or libertarian or whatever you want to call it whatever he was calling himself back in the day, but now he's flipped. Now that Trump is the president, he's flipped and gone full-blown right-wing neoconservative, right? Um, but I will say this for We Are Changed because they used to go on the Alex Jones show. I forget this guy's name, the head of, head of the organization, We Are Changed, but I have to give them credit for this. They did not, do the flip or the the debate and switch that Alex Jones did. They are still, from what I see, they are still independent and they remain independent media. They did not get bought out by the left or the right. Okay. So at least, you know, I can give them credit for that. You know, at least that's the, stance that they seem to take so but anyway back to the u.s iran situation and my prior podcast i pointed out that national security advisor john bolton is a war hawk he wants this war with iran Trump is 
saying he doesn't want it. But John Bolton wants it. Okay? And every time there's a Republican in office, you can look for the U.S. to go to war. And if there's no conflict, they'll create one. So, a um, a CNBC news article um, contradicts earlier reports on on the Iran-U.S. situation. Now, I'm going to play the, the YouTube clip first, and then I'll get to the article. And you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. So, let me play this clip. This is um, from We Are Change, uh, the We Are Change YouTube channel. And the title of the clip is what the media is not telling you about Iran. It's a great post that was put up by We Are Change YouTube channel. Just take a listen and then I'm going to comment and then I'm going I'm going to go to the um to the article. Now, the latest events that are unfolding right now with Iran and the United States are very serious events. But again, this is not going to be the first time nor the last time that we talk about Iran. It is an unavoidable conflict, in my opinion, that is set on a trajectory that neoconservatives have established and will not let go anytime soon. These latest events are just an example of that. As we saw two oil tankers recently attacked in the Gulf of Amman, which the United States automatically blamed on Iran, even though... CNBC contradicts their official headline here, doesn't even do any investigative reporting here, but says here even themselves, quote, it will likely take days, weeks, or even months for the military to go through the forensics needed to find out exactly who is behind the attack. So we don't know exactly who did it. We have no evidence who did it, but CNBC will still be puppeteering the U.S. talking points and lines here that, of course, this is automatically the fault of Iran here. Even later, talking to a, quote, defense expert, uh, really, uh, they talked to a guy who's going to make a ton of money off of war. That's who they talked to. That's that's really who they talked to, not a defense expert. And <laughs> most likely someone working for Lockheed Martin who said, quote, Iranian ships are very exposed. I expect the U.S. would be able to sink Iranian naval ships in about two Now, oddly, this attack happened as the Japanese prime minister was actually meeting and visiting Iran's supreme leader, the Ayatollah Khomeini, for the first time in 40 years. And it was a Japanese cargo ship that was attacked during this meeting. And unless Iran took a whole bunch of Ambien and alcohol, or really just became the stupidest, most asinine regime, country, government in the world, this absolutely makes no geopolitical strategic sense at all. Why, why, would, why would Iran do this? They have nothing to gain. And now, of course, we have many contradictory claims, including from the Japanese tanker owner who actually contradicts what the U.S. government is saying in all of this by saying that it was actually a flying projectile, not a, quote, limpet mine, which the, quote, U.S. Central Command is saying that caused this attack on 
the boat. Of course, the U.S. government is also releasing videotapes showing allegedly Iranian Revolutionary Guard soldiers on patrol boats removing, quote, unexploded mines from the tanker. And again, how does this logically make sense? It was Iran that attacked this tanker, but... Here's footage of them removing the attack, the, the, the weaponry that they used to attack the ship. They, they have to push the narrative. That's why. It doesn't make sense, just like he said. Just like the reporter from We Are Change is saying, it doesn't make sense. But it makes sense when you want war. When you have money to gain off of war, when you can profit off of war, it makes perfect sense. Okay? It doesn't make sense to us because we have nothing to gain from it. But when you're in the business of war, it always makes sense. (laughs) Like, there's weapons of mass destruction We've heard this before. We've been down this road before. And like the reporter is saying, it's not 2002 or, yeah, 2002. But here we are again, 2019. Iran was on the hit list. There was a list that was put out back in 2001. And David Icke exposed this. You had certain countries that the United States had a list to go to war with. On that list was um, Iran, Iraq, Uh, Afghanistan, but we were already, I believe, at that point. No, actually, this might have been pre-9-11. I believe it was uh, Libya. And you see what happened with Libya when Obama was in office, right? They had a list. Iran was, I believe, at the top of that list. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But they they wanted this war, especially John Bolton. They've wanted this war for a very long time. But, see, the thing is, they can't just go to war because the United States is supposed to be this upstanding moral country that dictates to the rest of the world and tells the rest of the world what they should and should not do. So just going to war with a country is not, uh, it's, 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 it doesn't make the United States look good. You know, they don't want to come across as the aggressors. That's what I'm trying to say. The United States doesn't want to. But, (laughs) but if you create a conflict, 
and you look like you're reacting and not attacking false flag quotations, you have to create a scenario for war. You have to create a reason for war. You have to create a um a a, a situation that will make the world look at the United States as if they're on the defensive and not the offensive. You got me? So what he's saying is it doesn't make sense that they attacked, but then they helped. Like who attacks and then helps the people that they attack? That makes no sense at all. You got me? But they want this conflict with Iran. So they're just setting the stage for a bigger plan. Now I'll get back to the clip. Uh, did Iran want to attack or not? What, what's going on here? And of course, many media... Let me take it back a little bit. Also releasing videotapes showing allegedly Iranian revolutionary guard soldiers on patrol boats removing, quote, unexploded mines from the tanker. And again, uh, how does this logically make sense? It was Iran that attacked this tanker, but here's footage of them removing the attack, the, the, the weaponry that they used to attack this ship. Uh, did, did Iran want to attack or not? What, what's going on here? And of course, many media reports in the United States failed to report how it was actually Iranian forces that helped rescue some of the tanker staff and assisted in a rescue effort after the attack, which they originally... Now, who's going to rescue people if you attack the people? You know, I'm not going to go rest. If I attacked you, I'm not going to help you after the attack. That makes no sense. But it does make sense if you want war. So like you said, they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to tell you that part. Let's keep it going. Committed and yet warmongering neoconservatives like this Bridget Gabriel, who, who, I, who by the way blocked me, <laughs> blocked me because I responded to this original post by her, which automatically, automatically, without any evidence, without any shred of information, claim that this was an attack on the United States. Again, this is the epitome of fake news. This is the epitome of having very dangerous consequences from your words, right? And if the big social tech media giants actually cared about fake news, actually cared about consequences from words and, and allegedly hate speech, they would do something about people calling for war based off lies that is the they're not going to they're not going to because that would defeat the purpose the United States needs a reason to go to war with Iran even though Trump is saying he doesn't want it Trump himself is saying he doesn't want it. 
But like I said in my prior podcast, you can go to victormorrowshow.com and you can see where um, I have one that says uh, Pentagon wants to, uh, Pentagon uh, wants to go to war with Iran. Um, And that came out in September of 2018. Trump was asking the Pentagon if they had a strategic plan to go to war with Iran. Now, if you've heard the podcast already, you you heard me speak on this already. I'm just kind of summing things up on this one. I'm just kind of wrapping it up. Um, so if you've heard me speak on this before, forgive me. But for the people that didn't hear it, I'll say this again. In November of 2018, it was released, you know, reports were released that back in September of 2018, Trump asked the Pentagon if they had a strategic plan to go to war with Iran. Now, Trump is saying publicly he doesn't want to go to war with Iran. So, which is which? What? What's the truth? What's real? What's fake here? We don't know. But I know this: John Bolton, National Security Advisor, wants war with Iran. You understand me? This was in the plans since two thousand and one. Prior to the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. So here we go again. Again, this was from the We Are Change YouTube channel. I want to stress that because the fact that they remain true to being independent. I have to give them credit because they could have taken the Alex Jones route and and went full-blown Republican. Just like some people think I'm a Democrat and I'm not. Because they hear me criticize Trump. So they automatically assume, see, that's, that's where we are right now. If you criticize the president, you must be the opposite. You must be affiliated with the other party. I'm not. I'm independent. When Obama was in office, I pissed off a lot of people. I pissed off a lot of people because they thought I was a Republican. And then I'm black. On top of that, so whenever whenever I criticize Obama, they were like, what the hell is wrong with you? You're black? <laughs> and you're criticizing Obama? Hell yeah. A, f- a friend of mine sent me an email speaking on the uh, drone attacks. Well, I'll get into that too, maybe. Um, David Hale has been arrested. Uh, it was a former 
what do you call it? Drone. Uh, uh, he was, he was a, um, drone operator is the word I'm looking for. And he exposed a lot of things as far as drones are concerned. Obama told you how many drones, thousands upon thousands of drones will be up in the sky attacking so-called enemies of the United States. He said that when he was in office. Now, what he didn't tell you is how many people were killed. Innocent people. You can Google this and look this up online. If you think I'm lying, do me a favor. Pause the podcast. Go online. Google. See how many innocent people these drone drone attacks have killed. So if you think I'm just some dude here that's working with the Democratic Party <laughs> and all I do is attack Trump, just understand that I, I don't give a damn about either party. I attack Trump because I know Trump is establishment. Okay. I know Trump is a faker and a liar. He pretends that he's fighting against the deep state. Meanwhile, he is the deep state. Okay. Trump has been a Democrat damn near his whole life. He donated money to the um, Clinton Foundation. Fact check that. See if I'm wrong. But yet he hates Hillary all of a sudden. This is a game, ladies and gentlemen. They're just playing games. They're playing games with your lives. Because many of you have sons and daughters that are in the United States military. And they're going to war. For unjust causes, unjust reasons. It's one thing to go to war because you're under attack. It's another thing to go to war because people have money to gain. War is a very serious thing. People die. Sometimes innocent people, but most of the time innocent people die. There's nothing to play with. Now, will the U.S. actually go to war with Iran? I don't know. I can't predict the future. But what I can tell you and what I can guarantee you, what I can prove, is that they are setting the stage for war. And that's the point that I'm trying to get across. If nothing else, I can say this. They are actually trying to justify a war. They're trying to convince you that we have a reason to go to war. Even if it's under false uh, pretense. 
even if it's not actually justified. And you know, we go to war with Iran. You know how the United States do. When they go to war, they they invade a country. They don't leave. <laughs> it's not like you just go to war, you, you know, you hit them and then you get out. No, United States doesn't do that. That's not what the U.S. does. It'll be an ongoing thing. So you might be saying, fix tomorrow, so what? We can take on Iran. Okay. Tell that to the people that are going to have their freaking legs blown off. That an unnecessary war is something that they want to be involved in. An unnecessary war is a reason to leave their wife and kids at home and take the chance of being killed for just to say that you're a patriot. You know, that kind of stupid shit. That stupid neo neocon mentality. We've seen this with Bush. Here we go again. See, Obama was very slick and, and, you know, he was sneaky, you know, with his. But see, think about conservatives and Republicans. And they, they, uh, when they get messy, they get all the way messy, you know. You have to Google things that Obama did. You don't have to Google stuff that Bush did. Bush just flat out went to war. And he might say, well, pick tomorrow. The United States was attacked. The World Trade Centers were, were attacked. And the Pentagon was attacked. Who allowed it to happen? Do you... Really? Who allowed it? And who profited off of it? You ever heard of Halliburton? Just Google Dick Cheney, Halliburton. There you go. So anyway, let's pull up the actual article from CNBC. And it says, the U.S. blames Iran for tanker attacks. Here's what the Navy could do next. It says, uh, the U.S. blames Iran for the Gulf of Oman attacks on two tankers. It will likely take days, weeks, or even months before the military, uh, excuse me, for the military to go through the forensics needed to find out exactly who is behind the attack. Now, like the reporter was saying, how are you 
How are you able to blame someone for an attack, but then admit it will take days, weeks, or even months for the military to go through the forensics needed to find out exactly who was behind the attack? That's how long it's going to take to find out who's behind the attack, but at the same time, you're you're already accusing someone? And we're supposed to just buy that? You have an accuser. You, you have someone that you're accusing already. But yet you don't know who did it. It's like arresting someone and saying, well, I don't know if you're a suspect. I don't know if I should be arresting you right now, but uh, go ahead and get in these handcuffs. You're guilty until proven innocent. It says also, um, but Iran's ships are very exposed. I'd expect the U.S. will be able to sink Iran's Navy in about two days. One defense expert tells CNBC. All right, let's get into the, the actual article. It says the war of words between the U.S. and Iran took a dangerous turn after two ships were attacked in the Gulf of Oman. One of the tankers was uh, operated by, Jap- by a Japanese company. They were hit Thursday, <laughs> the same day Japanese Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abmet, I, I, I can't say his name, I'm butchering his name. Um, but he met with um, Iran's Supreme Leader and the Ayatollah uh, Ali, whatever, however you say his damn name. It says, um, the Trump administration put the blame squarely on Iran. But I just read (laughs) what he's saying. It may take days, weeks, or even months (laughs) to find out exactly who was behind the attack. I mean, well, damn. (laughs) Did did CNBC realize what they were doing when they made this article? As soon as I saw it online, I I had to report on it. I was looking for something to uh, report on on this show. And I was just like, well, damn, that stuck out like a sore thumb. You know, I've spoken... I've I've talked about Iran before, twice, in my past three episodes of the Victor Morrow show. Two of the past three episodes have been about the U.S. and Iran. So I really didn't want to make this a a war show and and talk about that every damn week. But damn. I couldn't not report on this. I mean, damn. 
this is this is classic false flag. This is classic right here. This this stinks. This smells. Gonna blame Iran and then admit in the same damn article that you don't know who did it. Um, let me let me continue on. It says it was not an accident that the Japanese tanker was attacked. Um, says Alariza Alariza Nader, um, who heads the New Iran Foundation, a Washington-based think tank that opposes the Islamic Republic. It says. This was a very blunt warning. Iran is saying to the world, we are able to disrupt the world's oil markets and we're going to do it. That's what Alariza uh, Nader has said. Okay. Continuing on, it says, but not everyone is convinced. <laughs> um, in quotations, it says, you have to fully understand what happened before you start shooting, said uh, Mark Cassian, a defense expert with um, Center for Strategic and International Studies and a former, former um, colonel in the Marines with decades of operational knowledge of naval combat. Also in quotations, it says the Department of Defense will be um, reluctant to retaliate until they are certain what happened and who fired on whom and why, he said. But yet you're releasing an article that says the U.S. blames Iran for the tanker attacks here's what the Navy could do next by CNBC so in a world today where people don't read and people don't go beyond the 140 characters of Twitter to get an understanding of anything You put this bold headline up there, CNBC, saying the U.S. blames Iran for the tanker attacks. Now, there are some people, a lot of people, I would go as far to say the majority of people are just going to see that title. The U.S. blames Iran for the tanker attacks. That's all they're going to see. That's all they're going to read. That's all they need to know. They're not going to look into what's actually being reported to know that they, the United States really don't know what happened. See how they're playing with your mind? They know what they're doing. They're sowing the seeds of war. 
in your brain so that they can have an excuse to go to war with Iran. Regardless of what Trump says. Trump said, I don't want a war with Iran. Wouldn't be, you know, it's not something that I want. But everyone around you wants it. Especially John Bolton. Um, I'll finish up with this article. It says, the U.S. has been beefing up naval and air power capable of striking Iranian forces in the Persian Gulf over the last month after the White House said it had information about possible future attacks against American interests. The Pentagon would not say Thursday whether there were plans to speed the buildup. There's something going on here. You might say, tomorrow, you're paranoid. No. We've seen this movie before. Okay? We've seen this before. I know it's been a long time. I know it's 2019 and 9-11 happened in 2001 and most of you people don't remember what you did yesterday. So I know that 2001 was so long ago that you don't remember how the story went. I know. I know. Trust me, I know. People have bad memories these days. I don't know if it's because of the chemicals in the air or what it is but trust me 2019 is looking a lot like 2001 more like 2002 the only difference is the president is not as boisterous and 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 Trump is taking a softer stance than George W. George W. was you know because the the, Pen, the Pentagon was hit the the uh, World Trade Center was hit um. So he was able to just come out and say, you know, we're going to get these people. We're going to war. We're going to smoke them out of their holes. And, you know, but Trump is saying we don't want a war with Iran. But yet, according to even his own conservative conspiracy theory websites that support him, they reported Trump was looking for the Pentagon to come up with a strategy for war with Iran. I wonder who would be behind that. It wouldn't be John Bolton, would it? National Security Advisor, John Bolton. Who's in Trump's ear? 
You know? Everyone's worried about Putin. <laughs> but it's Bolton you better be looking at. Everyone knows Bolton is a war hawk. I didn't just say it. Everyone knows it. Everyone that knows that guy knows. He loves war. So, anyway. Uh... I want to just say in closing, I thought I was going to move on from this Iran situation. I was going to talk about other things, but this isn't going to go away. Okay. Now, I didn't do the show like I normally do. I didn't take any breaks. I went straight through. So it might not have been my best podcast ever, but I just, I saw this. And I immediately stopped everything I was doing and went to recording to report on this. And um, instead of going away from it, I'm going to stay on this. Um, you can look for me to speak on this very often. Okay? Unless I see things settle down. Because I see something coming. Okay, I really see something coming. A lot of people don't think nothing's going to anything is going to happen. I see something coming. They are sowing the seeds. They are watering the seeds. You know, they they are they are definitely trying to come up with a good reason, good excuse to go to war with Iran. They don't want to make it look like they just went and attacked Iran because they know the American people don't want it. You have to convince the American people that they need it. So what they have to do is give you these, instead of it being like they did with Afghanistan where they had the one attack on the um, the Pentagon and the World Trade Center. They're going to, it looks like their strategy is to continuously have these little conflicts. Oh, Iran uh, attacked this ship over here. And notice that it's always surrounding the Navy. That's another thing. Okay. George W's war was in the air. This seems to be by sea. Okay. Just something that, you know, I wanted to point out. Just pay attention. It's always a naval conflict. It's always something going on in the waters. <laughs> so I think what they're going to do is continuously have these little conflicts and just drill it in your head every so often till you get to the point where you say, I'm tired of it. Let's just go and bomb Iran. 
Because you know how people get. Let's just get it over with. Let's just go bomb Iran and get it over with. They know how to play with your mind. I'm telling you. Very, very uh, clever people. So I'm going to close it out. Um, Thank you for listening to the Victor Marl Show. I don't know if this is going to go on iHeartRadio. So let me let me say this. iHeartRadio, for some reason, has not been um, updating my podcast list. I don't know what's going on. So if you're listening to on, on iHeartRadio, don't. I'd rather you to go to TuneIn, um, Spreaker.com. Or simply just go to victormorrowshow.com and you can get it there. Okay? Because I don't know what's going on with iHeartRadio. Um, they didn't upload one of my shows two weeks ago. And then the, the following week, they uploaded it. And then now they're not uploading it again. Another show that I did, they didn't upload it. So I don't know. I'm tired of them. I don't, The hell with them. I don't need them. You know, um, so I'll just tell you this. If you want to keep up with, if, you, if you're listening on YouTube, you're not going to get every show on YouTube. I don't upload everything on YouTube. Okay, that's another thing. So I get sometimes people say, man, where you been? I haven't heard from you in a while. That's because you're listening on YouTube. I'm not saying don't go to YouTube. I'm saying if you want to catch every show, it's better to go to victormorrowshow.com or go to Spreaker. I'm always going to upload on Spreaker. Spreaker Internet Radio, everything that I do is going to be there. Um, tune in. That's another good place to catch the show. at. So with that, I'm going to say, as I always say, in a world full of lies, there's only one thing that remains true. That's the Victor Morrow Show.